Welcome to another episode of The Brett Bailey Show, where I find inspiring men to share their story, impart their wisdom, and hopefully change your life and the whole masculine culture at large. If you're somebody who wants to be free of their deepest fears, find real emotional freedom, and attract the life of their wildest dreams, then you are listening to the right podcast. So without further ado, let's dive into another episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm here today with Joel Longaru and I'm very excited to be with him today. He's a, a brother that I met in Bali about a year and a half ago. And we initially connected on vulnerability with men. I think it's been been a common theme for us, um, but now both of us are very deep into our, our, our men's work. He's a men's coach. He's the founder of United Brotherhood. And I'm very excited to have him here because he is someone from a European background. And so he's going to be able to give us a different cultural perspective, but still being able to bring in all the men's work that he's doing and connecting with brothers. So I really hope this is going to be valuable for everyone listening. My intuition says it will be. Uh, without further ado, Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Brett, for having me. <laughs> so um, because you're from the Netherlands and you yeah. have that, that sweet, uh, rich accent, please explain to us what it's like growing up in, in Europe as, as a man. What are some of the cultural standards for masculinity in Europe? Ah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, yeah, well, the masculine standards in Europe. Um, well, yeah. Um, well, a lot of men, and I think this is not only European, but grow up with or um, uh, know masculine strong masculine um uh, elders or or peers um and um or otherwise they're the the, the parents or the, the father um the, the masculine parent is yeah busy with work because yeah the the, yeah. the the economics here everyone is getting pushed like getting career um yeah growing making things yeah bigger 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 and um yeah and that that's that's coming back to the younger generation right now and that's why they feel they are yeah i mean it is a lot of men don't really feel that purpose or that strength to find their own way in life so they go hop on a on a on a on a boat of someone else and go go with the flow but eventually yeah really coming up for themselves and speaking out how they feel, what they want in life. Um, it's only a few. And, and that, that's, that's interesting. what I would say like in, in the Netherlands. And it's a lot of, a lot of men feel really divided. What I think and divided. from my point of view. Yeah. Divided. Yeah. Okay. But between, between, but, yeah, between, um, um, yeah following their own path um being successful um yeah um status or whatever you know um, so is, is what you're saying you, when you say they're divided do you mean there's an inner conflict between them such yeah. that there's a part of them that wants to live their truth but there's another part of them that is so focused on what society has given them which is somebody else's path which might be money or success but not their truth or their purpose yeah yeah, yeah 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 or finding the way to it Oh, gotcha. So there's a, so what I'm hearing from you is that there's a lack of guidance for men for yeah. how to find their purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I certainly see that in Canada as well. I'm curious, when you grew up in school, like what were some of the unspoken rules in the, in the circles of men? And, and just so you know what I mean, I'm going to give you an example. So for me growing up, I was very involved in sports. 
And in sports, there is alpha males and beta males. There are guys that are alpha. And when you're alpha, you make fun of everybody else to hide your own insecurity. You are loud and silly and very obnoxious to prove that you're alpha consistently. And if somebody disagrees with that, you might get physically abused, verbally abused, and you're out of the tribe. And so a lot of men, what they'll do and what I've done is they'll take that on and bully somebody else with it. I've done that. Um, They will just stay silent, even if they see an injustice that's happening. But there's basically a, um, a high chair tyrant, the shadow aspect of the king energy that that goes on where there's like basically a little boy who's insecure that has a little bit of power and exerts it on everybody else. That's a very Mm -hmm. common cultural thing that will happen growing up Mm -hmm. in Canada. What was it like for you growing up in school in groups of men? Yeah, it's no difference. It, I mean, I mean, what, what you're explaining is happening in all kinds of forums. I mean, in in sports is of course a big thing because there's competition and people, a lot of Mm -hmm. men get triggered in it by the competition because it's something in our nature and of course we need competition to build our competence because we we have to awaken our potential when we when we have um something to push push back to but yeah the toxic uh part of it is a lack of um um, uh, the the full-grown masculine uh what what we can look up to and inspires us but yeah. that's the first thing I said. I mean, there's a big lack of it. So, of course, yeah. there is a shadow side to it. Oh, interesting. Okay, so what you're saying you know? is because there's a lack of healthy father energy. Yes. You get stuck with, like, our, our yes. little boy. Yes, yes. Okay. And, and in, in the, to, to be inspired by um, full-grown full masculine who, are, um, who have transformed their toxic uh, parts. But, but we can say toxic or shadow or whatever. But it is... It, it's just waiting to get transformed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a misused word. <laughs> yes. But it, it, yeah. it is not something bad uh, uh, per se, but I mean, it, it's something that's waiting for transformation. And yes. if, if you have uh, people to look up to who are really inspiring and finding that balance between that, it's, it's, it, it, it's yeah, it's inspiring the youth. So, well, I, I do know that. Um, um, one of the best ways to start to transform into a, a mature masculine expression, we could say, is just having good examples to look at. And unfortunately, yeah. most fathers don't exemplify a healthy king energy, an integrated warrior, with yes. an, integrating their lover and their warrior, mm-hmm. um, you're being tapped into their magician, their magic, their unique mm-hmm. gift. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I just don't see that that much. And I think it's a huge, like, like shit on our society. It's like a mm-hmm. huge... big shit on our society that we don't have these healthy father energies um but because we don't okay shit but that that's the situation now as you you joel as a men's coach and founding a brotherhood how do you in your work bring men to a place of integration in their mature masculine what are some of the things that you take men through that you see creates this sort of um increase in their maturity Mm, yeah great question well, um, I set the boundaries and in that I create exercises um, and I, I explain like, okay, th- these are the rules and whatever, you can do whatever you want. Like the first exercise we do on the, the men's weekend is I have a, a weight fest and it's pretty heavy and okay. everyone has to be in one line of the, 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 the guy with the, the oldest age uh, uh, on the front youngest okay. on the back 
Okay. And every seven and a half minutes, the, um, the, the one on the front gets the weight vest and he's the leader of the pack. Wow. And with that, everyone has to lead and everyone has to follow. Yeah. So I let them experience the, the, the following and the leading. And in that, when they are leading, they can lead everyone. If they have to do 100 burpees, everyone has to do 100 yeah. burpees, you know? Yeah. And because I set the boundaries, I mean, they, they get to develop and experience these parts of themselves in a healthy way, in a healthy manner with men who are with them on that same journey. The same with wrestling. When we are wrestling, a lot of men, what I see, have no experience in wrestling or they get really triggered because yes do i have to use violence or whatever no 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 you're just wrestling with another dude who's also here and you get to experience what it is doing with you and because everyone is doing it the other guys are following up and then we have a conversation about it so i let them explain like what is this doing for you all right okay. this is this is getting a, an old memory back and now you're rewriting a new experience yeah. Yep. in a healthy environment yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah if that answers your question and and oh, I, I do that team like it comes back the whole weekend so and and that's what i do for them uh, to to experience that i i love that and I, i've i've thought about this recently actually it's funny that you explained it in that way because you made it so simple it's basically like i have a painful experience and then i get into a healthy space and rewrite the script. I just relive it in a healthy way. And it's, that's very healing. So uh, yeah. I, I love that. Um, I'm curious because I think that you answering this question, this next question is going to take away shame from a lot of men that are going to listen to this. What are some of the most common stories or what are some of the stories that you've heard of men that you've worked with that have gotten triggered with physical confrontation? Like what are some of the, the triggers that, that come up for the men you work with? As an example, um, I can speak for myself now, I, I guess. Um, like as an example, there was a time where there was three guys that came to fight me. I was at a bar. I was talking to a girl and the guy punched me in the face. I didn't fight back because I was afraid of getting hurt because there was these three guys. I'm by myself. They're way bigger. And I was scared of getting hurt and I didn't fight back. And after that situation, I went to the bathroom at this club and I was just crying because I was so embarrassed that I couldn't fight back. I, I felt so not enough so weak. And so that'd be an experience for me that I know actually a lot of men can, can relate to because they've been bullied when they were in middle school or they were, they've had that same experience or something like that. But what, what are some of the experiences you've heard from men that relate to physical confrontation and feeling less than a week? Do you, do you have mm. any that you can share with us? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, fear of losing, uh, but also insecurities. Like I don't know how to defend myself. Yeah, And that's what I want to give to them in the men's weekend. But I also have repeating weekends, like all the men who have came to me, we have repeat days and then I let everyone come back. And then we, I, I learn them with another guy to defend themselves or how to defend yourself in a situation where there are three guys like uh, Krav Maga, um, one, one of the guys, a Krav Maga a trainer. So he learns all the guys. And that's also what I want to give them, that they feel that, um, 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 uh, that they are self-secured when a situation happens that they know how to handle. And yeah. of course, when we are younger and nobody teaches us this, of course, we, we can feel insecurity. But if we keep feeling that insecurity and we are not 
um, by and we're not taking the action because of the insecurity to build that confidence, yeah, then it's blocking you because it's an old way of looking to a situation. And when you're reliving it and then you see like, oh, I'm stronger than I think. Yes. Oh, I can do more. Oh, it works like this. Ah, I never thought about it. Yes. Then, then the, the old story has, is broken down and then yes. they create a new one. But it is, it is always something in, in the trends of fear, insecurity. Definitely. I mean, no doubt there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Fear, fear for sure. Fear, it could even be just the one word there. Um, something, something that um, I noticed is an interesting story. I did some um, jujitsu when I was in Bali before I left a few classes just to, to try it out for this exact reason, to feel yeah. confident when that situation comes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I'll never forget, there was this one guy, he was like, he, he looked like he could kick my ass, like generally, like he was a um, like muscular guy. Um, which honestly in, in jujitsu, if you've ever done it, it really doesn't matter how big you are. Um, like I, I've, I've, I've made, made guys tap that are much bigger and I've been tapped out by small guys. Yeah, um, I've you heard know, it so like... like really doesn't matter like in <laughs> jujitsu, but yeah. anyways, the story here is that there was this one guy who looked very strong, looked like he could kick someone's fucking ass. Then mm-hmm. the bell goes, we start, I kid you not this guy. And I'm not, um, taking him down and not trying to denigrate him. He literally, like, his head was down when he was walking towards me. His head was down. His physiology was like he already lost the fight. His head was down. And I basically just, like, took his shoulders and just took him to the ground. And I'm not that strong of a guy, generally. Like, and I was just so shocked. Like, he literally, like, didn't even fight. And I'd never seen that before, which told me that his psychology was so, like, afraid to actually Mm. get in the conversation that he just, like, took the loss instantly. Mm. Have you seen any of this or can you comment on the psychology of fighting in any way? Yes. Oh, definitely. I mean, and, and this is what I wanted, wanted to say, like before you were telling this story, like okay. um, there are also guys who are stepping into the ring and afterwards they said like that was the first round. They say like, it's safer for me to let him win. That's... Mm. And, 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 and in your situation, it's a little bit different, but some guys, they didn't felt like really giving their all, really connecting with that, yeah, some kind of aggression or some kind of power to really take down the other. And it, it's not in a situation like winning or losing, whatever. No, what, what I say to them, I, I have a big rope and I say, in your life, this is your center, your, your essence. Someone else comes there in, 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 this, in the center, and he's your obstacle in life. How strong are you standing? So see it as an obstacle in life, and he's only presenting it. And the same is for the yes. other guy. Yeah. So I, 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 I take off the context of like really winning or losing. And then it, it, it is, um, and, and afterwards, when it's finished, I let them stand. Uh, um, yeah, uh, that they, they can see each other and look their, each other in the eyes. And then they explain like, okay, what was I thinking? What went through me? And they tell it to That's each awesome. other afterwards. They give each other a hug. They go out and the next round. But a lot of that. guys, a lot of guys have this mindset. Like I, it feels too much to really express myself, to really go in and scream like, or, or really have a really powerful stance. Yeah. Because that's a masculine trait that a lot of guys haven't seen from anybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
and 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 we tell them also like really make contact with that inner strength of you you can scream if you want and then the first one goes in and he goes there like and the other guy's like whoa that's that's a bit too much but afterwards they're also doing it (laughs) yeah that's awesome and it's so beautiful because they're really breaking again with that old story and they're really coming into their power and of course you have to balance this fire in you and sometimes it's too much but you learn from it and that's um really yeah um not not controlling but um yeah it's controlling your strength or or really um yeah i i can't find the other word having having a connection with your strength or a relationship with your strength yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It, it's really controlling. I and mean, you can control something that you know, but if you do not know it, how yes. can you control it, right? 100%. You have to repeat it again and yeah. again. You have to do it. And that's yeah. learning by doing again and again. So, and then you, you of course, you see the mindset and some guys, um, yeah, they, 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 they go in differently than the other one. But that's the beautiful of when you're gathering around yeah. man you learn so much from each other it's insane a hundred percent it's 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 actually kind of mind-blowing like i see your energy there with it it's yeah. it's actually like blows my mind seeing how much guys can transform in these sorts of environments it's it's actually it's incredible it blows my mind all of them um, yeah 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 it's all like a them. collective energy that exactly. just like an increase exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's incredible yeah. um uh i'm curious to know for you um just personally your story what for you, we're going to switch directions a little bit here. And I want to go because this competition fighting, this is more of like a mat control direction. This is more of a masculine quality. Let's switch to the feminine essence for a moment. For you, what has been one of the most um, challenging roadblocks you've found in expressing some part of your feminine side, whether that's creativity, whether that's opening up about your emotions or some expression like singing, dancing, painting or whatever. What's been a big block for you expressing a piece of your feminine side? Hmm. Um, dancing, definitely dancing. dancing. Yeah. Yes. When I was younger, um, when we went out or something, I really felt like, no, I, I, I had to be cool right now. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. I, I look back at it, but dancing, and now because I went, I, I went to the jungle for one month on my own, oh, and. Yeah, that's right. When I was there, I really made, I, I was dancing on my own there, really expressing, singing. And yeah. afterwards, I'm so much freer in just expressing myself. In, if, I'm in, yeah. in, in, if I'm downstairs and I'm, and, and Yafana is sitting on the bank, I put a music, I'm going to dance really strange. And I take her with me and <laughs> it's so cool. But dancing, yeah, dancing, definitely. That's something I, I really felt... Um, yeah, uh, really, really blocked in when I was. Yeah, no, for sure. And I actually think like doing things like dancing and singing, I think a lot of men don't give it the credit it deserves for how it will affect their confidence and yeah. just like their general like flow with life. One of the mm. other reasons why I think dance is powerful as a man is because it really, it, it, it gives us less rigidity. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you think of like a, a robot or like a masculine, like one focused, rigid direction, sh- yeah. But then dance is more having to do with flow and touch and softness and movement. And I'm a big believer that the body and the mind mirror each other. Mm-hmm. And so if we get, if we can do these things and express in ways with our body, our mind starts to open up. We have more ease and flexibility in our lives. 
when we mm-hmm. do that with our body. Similar, like yoga mm-hmm. would be a similar example of how that could affect our minds. Yeah. What do you think is from your own experience and also working with men, some of the best exercises we can do to tap into our um, surrender with life, our flow with life, because you and I, we both met, I already didn't even have to ask you. We've both met men that are just way too in their heads, way too up here and like thinking and living through their heads and not enough in their hearts. What are some of the best practices, you know, to help men get more into their bodies, their hearts, their flexibility or flow with life? Um, well, yeah, aesthetic dance is a great one. And, and because, and, and that's yoga, yoga can be when, when it's, uh, when they practice it the first few times, it's really new, but eventually it can be a structure in a man's head. And that's the thing where the magic for really opening up, uh, get lost. And that's what aesthetic dance is always different. You have to leave all the, the, the structures you have about how you have to do it. When you break through, you just mm-hmm. dance and you're being with it. But yoga, of course, it can be really different always, but it is you just like the exercise. It's yeah, more stuff and uh, stiff. Sorry. Yes. And um, yeah, well, I have a beautiful exercise. I do. You do. What's that? With the men's weekend and it's called the king. And it's it's really great. You this one you have to do it. Okay. And um I have them lined up okay. facing each other. Okay. And um first I have first I, I put on the music of um gladiator honor yeah. and I, I I let them first really make contact with our sacred masculine and I just guide them through this meditation and then yes. i make let them i let them close their eyes really make let them make contact and then i let them open their eyes to each other one guy is going to sit as a king so um oh. one knee on the ground and one knee uh, up you know what i mean yeah yeah and then the other other one is going to sit in meditation stand and uh, sit and okay. um the one who is sitting as a king has to speak for two minutes why he is so amazing, why he is great. And the other guy has to keep pushing him like, come on, go, go, go. And, and then they are <laughs> going awesome. for it like, and, and they are pushing it. But two minutes is long. Eventually, two minutes is long. But yeah. the, other, the other voice in their head is going for, am I? And it's going to break. And then they break through and it's really aesthetic. Eventually, after that, they really feel like aroused like like really expanded that they break through again through that old story because it's so much in their head and uh, and then of course they switch sides and um that, that's an exercise i really had to think about i love that i, I, I might... it opens up it opens up like the old story and eventually it's again and again and again it's creating that new story not falling into the the habitual patterns that are making you unconscious and Mm. just keep growing and 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 get in touch with the flow of life right because that's where it happens when you break through yeah. there's the flow yes there, there's there's that moment man <clears throat> i love that exercise by the way um the, the part that i love the most about that exercise is just having to speak for two minutes with energy of why i'm awesome i'm yeah. this i'm it like, yeah. I, like <laughs> most people probably run out after 20 seconds 20 yeah. seconds <laughs> And then it's like another minute and a half. So I, I love, I love yeah. that shit. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and afterwards also really let them 
stand back each other and then just look at each other and then just let them sink in what they have been saying those two minutes. Seeing it from that mm. other perspective. And uh, that's really yeah. important because some sometimes they, they can say things that they think that, whoa, did I say that? Yeah. You know? And then yeah. really like, <laughs> <the same thing>. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what, what I really see there is there's, so the way my brain is working here, because this is like the way that I look at coaching and transformation, especially in men's work, is what I see there is a man putting himself on the line, putting himself in his mind up to be judged by another man yes, and exactly. being seen, being looked at and, yeah. but, and, but being really embodied and taking up some fucking space. Yeah. And I think that taking exactly. up some fucking space in front of another man in an intense way for a period, like two minutes where the attention is on you. And then having that breakthrough moment where you finally allow yourself to just actually own it. That to me is like the, some of the best healing we can actually have. Yeah. And, um, and like, for, and so the reason I'm saying this is because I think too many coaches and especially therapists, traditional therapists spend too much time in talking and like cognitive work, not, you know, like embodied mm-hmm. king work. Yes, like exactly. About. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh yes. Those, those are the, re- the real breakthroughs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it is all about embodying because we can get these insights. And yeah. I mean, so much, so a lot of men are seeking insights, insights, more, another book, another podcast, another this, another, you know, another plant medicine trip. Yeah. What if? No, no, yeah. no. Integrate and embody. Yes. And it is insight, integration, embodiment, and repeat it. But a lot of men have enough to embody because they know very clear <laughs> oh, what, they dude. Are, what they have to do. <laughs> but oh, they're playing dude. around. A hundred percent. And now, yeah. but here's the question. If it's so powerful to embody, why don't they make that step naturally? And I think the answer is fear. The answer is fear. It's I'm, I'm afraid to take up that space. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to express and own myself. Yes. That's the biggest fear because there's this root that I, I fear I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And especially when we start to get into embodiment, because this is starting to bring us to our authentic self, who we truly are. And yeah. anytime our true self gets expressed, mm-hmm. fear always comes right with it. Yeah. Because there's yeah. that fear of who I yeah. really am is going to get rejected. Yeah. This is yeah. like the basic yeah. shit, right? And so um, I think that as coaches, like our job is to get people past that point where they are blocking themselves to be able to like, really like literally the exercise you're talking about is just like, like literally the exercise you gave them is owning themselves for two minutes straight and just like embodying that. Yeah. Yeah. Question. What do you think is the biggest, um, like, like if I'm, if we're talking to a man right now, listening, who is driving a car, sitting at home, and he's like, holy shit. Yeah. I study way too much. Like I, I watch way too much YouTube and I don't do enough, like actual facing these sorts of fears. What are some really, what, what's one small thing they could do to start facing this fear of and embodying more. And then what's one big thing they could do if they want, depending on the person we're talking to, some people like to start small. Some people just like to go for it. Both are great strategies actually, mm-hmm. but what's one small, one big way they can start to embody themselves and start to face those fears. Yeah, well, it depends on the fear, of course, and what uh, genre it is. Uh, but I mean, of course, exercising, going to the gym, going outside, uh, blocking that one hour and just leaving your phone um, at home and go for it. I mean, that, that can be a small thing or just getting all the crap of food out of your house, throw it in a trash bin 
and just yeah. do it. Like detach yourself from it, from the attachment you have on the old, yeah. what, what the old version of you should do. It's a small thing. For some people, it's a big thing, but it depends yes. how big you make it in your own head, of course. But yeah. dancing for 100 days on the street, it's a big <laughs> thing if you yeah. ask me. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're I mean, inspiring, I, brother. <laughs> I appreciate that. I've had some training though, dude. For me, a big thing used to just be going to the gym. For me, mm. a big thing used to just be reading 10 pages. Now that mm, shit yeah. I can do, yeah. do in my sleep. You know, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like a, an up-leveling process. Um, yeah. la- la- last question that I, that I want to ask you is in your experience, in your, in your own journey and the experience you've had with coaching other men at this stage, if you had one piece of advice or one to two pieces of advice that you just, is just, it's so essential. It's so core to who you are that you just, it's just something that, you know, men need to hear. They need to start practicing or thinking about. What are the one to two pieces of advice or ideas that you would leave behind for a man to really step into his power and, and own himself and be able to create a life of purpose in the life that he really wants? Um, well, get to know yourself first. Um, and, that's, and that's going within. And um, in the process of going within and getting to know yourself, um, yeah yeah um yeah that's that's not really specific but yeah well really really getting in touch with that fire inside of them and that they believe in it and that's also what you were saying like um on on, with school i mean with school we have been conditioned to stay the same as everyone else if you're getting too big or whatever and men they want to express they want to seek the boundaries of experience yeah it's a very natural thing to do yeah and it should be and we have to understand that as a society because this same man has to lead and protect our women and children right and that's 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 what a lot of men need in my opinion is to seek again those boundaries finding that fire inside of them and point it one direction and find that mission because i believe we all have it and it can be really small i mean for like caring for your family or caring for your or providing for your wife and your children or your future wife and children or whatever it is making sure that you're really healthy and fit physically, mentally, that you're just peeling off all these layers that are not resonating with that core that they have inside. And eventually, if they come to that, express it and do everything that's in line with it. And then, I mean, then you're doing exactly um, what I believe that we came here to do. And that's just expressing who we are in our core. Yeah beyond the conditioning and I, I think somewhere we're all doing this um but there are a lot of loops um also in in yeah. in, um, in in doing this so and and i think that that um leadership is 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 really beautiful and really helping and guiding in it so uh that's the great thing of 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 finding groups with like-minded like-hearted men and, and i love and, it um yeah 
I love it. I think that's beautiful. I have, well, I have one more question, actually, I thought of that I really wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, which is, I'm curious to know what your main focus is in your own personal development right now. What What's the one, what's, what, what's your number one thing that you're working to grow in yourself right now? And myself. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm working on is a good base financially for mm-hmm. myself to invest in myself and to provide for for my girlfriend and eventually the family that's coming out of it. Awesome. And at the same time, staying on track with my mission and that's <laughs> gathering men um, uh, and, and, and connecting them together and yeah. walking the path together yeah. with each other so that we can um, share these experiences with each other, men amongst men. And in that, we can be a much fuller version of ourselves to the outside world and uh, mm. yeah i love that i love that it's beautiful um I, i'm definitely on team dad as well i'm excited for family life i'm yeah, i'm, 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 I'm how, how many years do you think until you until you'll be a dad if you had to guess um next year o- o- honestly <laughs> next year are you really that's awesome yeah man yeah yeah i i really feel we're ready and i mean yeah. i i mean this is a beautiful this is a completely different podcast but I feel like this is also part of what I'm coming to do here. And oh, for sure. And yeah. I feel like this is a really commitment. This is a really this is a real thing. I mean, when I become a dad, I have to let go of the old version. Of course, of course it lives through me, but I become a dad and I take it seriously, especially in the world of today because I really feel like like I want I want to provide out of my heart not only in material stuff, but yeah. from my core, for, for who I really want to be, but also all the lessons I've learned also with the relationship between my father and me and everything that happens over there. But also what, yeah. I'm, what I'm experiencing now with all these men I'm gathering. And um, so yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. But again, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 again it, it triggers also something like, I mean, men in, in essence want freedom. And sometimes it you, you you can get think somewhere in the back of your mind like oh well this this that that but eventually i mean it's 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 it's, a, it's a story that we can tell ourselves to push back time like oh no it's not red yet the right time 100%. i have not enough this i have this i need you know all these stories yeah. but eventually 100%. you have to just do it i mean come on jump and grow your wings on your way down <laughs> <laughs> yes I, lo- yeah. I love that dude <laughs> I, I i i fucking love that um and as far as um being a father i definitely have those beliefs myself like um we're definitely ready for for like now like we're ready now but we're still traveling we're still building our businesses we're like i i, I was talking to this one guy i was at this men's retreat in bali and he he painted this picture so clearly of the problem that most of us men have before becoming a father he says this perfect he's like he's like he's like what he's like what, what do you need to become a father he's like a million dollars then i'll become a father and so for him and most of us men we're so focused on financial security to become a father and i'm the same that's my big block right now is i want to be like grounded in my house i want to have the, the the baby's first like five years yeah. of expenses in mm-hmm. my bank you know yeah. like that yeah. sort of thing yeah. would make me feel secure yeah. yet yeah. i know at the same time that it's an illusion but it's still like something that I kind of want. And like, I also don't need to rush the experience either. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, the, that's the thing. Uh, 
we we imagine this perfect picture and we're mm. just hoping for it but eventually chasing that maybe you're not seeing what is already some waiting for you right now and yeah. that's the thing we can really be obsessed with creating this perfect vision for ourselves but not seeing what's really um what's really going on or, or what what we yeah. really desire deep down because mm. a lot of material stuff can fill that gap we think it, fe- it feels if, like it but but what if you do it and you have that child and you i mean we're guided anyway we can think we have a lot of control about <laughs> reality but true. i mean what's so the true you know and, so and I mean, it, it's also trusting a higher guidance. Yeah, that, so is, true. that there is being taken care of us when we lead out our heart, even though we have not the five year of of of, of expenses to to get everything you know uh, done with it. But and 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 that's really the thing about surrender again. Also for men, I mean, trusting a higher guidance um, that's leading us the way. And I think especially in this time. Um, this is something um, we have to take with us in our life, the trust mm. and, uh, and faith. Mm. Mm. I love that. Beautiful. And um, with that, I want to end, uh, this, end this conversation with faith and trusting higher guidance over trusting or listening and being potentially run by the ego or run by mm-hmm. our past experiences, our likes or dislikes. Um, yeah. It's been a huge part of my journey personally. It's been opening up and really like making faith the main driver in my life. It's been a lot of work to let go. And I'm, I still struggle with that sometimes being able to really let go and let go of control and let go of my intentions and my desires um, and have more flow and ease. Um, but uh, anyways, Joel, thank you very much for taking the time. It was great to reconnect with you. And I can certainly see some growth in your energy. I feel you're much more grounded since I last talked to you, which was probably eight, eight or nine months ago. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I um, was in Mexico that time. Yeah. You were in Mexico. Now I'm in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time we do it, you'll be something Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, I really just want to say I see the growth you're do, uh, you're you're creating for yourself, and um, I honor that, and um, I'm proud of you for pushing through, and I'm sure Yvonne has been a big part of that growth, and I oh, say that from experience because yes. my my lady has just crushed my ego and and all, every kind of way I, I need. You know, testing so, again and again oh, yeah. just, just when you think you've done it <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you're standing right now and you're it, like oh. yeah 100% man centering centering again and again. <laughs> yeah. thank god I'm a breathwork coach man thank god I can breathe <laughs> um, 100% brother um, uh, but it, it's, it's been great so thank you for sharing sharing with us today and I, I know that the men got value is there anywhere if um, any men here are interested in your any of your programs? I'm not sure if you do online work, um, but yeah. if they want to follow you or get in touch with you, where can they find you? Um, well, that's on Instagram, uh, Joel Longiru. But yeah, that's um, yeah. Well, maybe you, you can have you have the name somewhere. Um, yeah. And for the men's weekend, uh, it's United Brotherhood NL. NL. Okay. Yeah, NL. You guys yeah. have online programs? Um, no, not yet working okay. on it okay cool yeah All right. yeah sounds good yeah yeah appreciate man. your time brother thank you yes thank you brett thank you for this um really great beautiful
That's it. That's a wrap. Thank you for watching or listening to this podcast episode. I hope it was valuable for you because I make these for you. I make these for people that want to transform their life to the next level and hopefully change the culture of masculinity at the same time. If you'd like to learn more about me and my work, you can check the description below and be sure to subscribe to my channel so you don't miss any updates on the next episode that I will release. Thank you so much for watching and until next time, live a life that's true to you.